Since the city was built, the oceans of Earth had passed away, and the desert had encompassed all the globe. The last mountains had been ground to dust by the winds and the rain, and the world was too weary to bring forth more. The city did not care. Earth itself could crumble, and Diaspar would still protect the children of its makers, bearing them and their treasures safely down the stream of time. Then they would turn once more to the life and warmth of the city, to the long golden age whose beginning was already lost and whose end was yet more distant. They had lived in the same city, had walked the same miraculously unchanging streets, while more than a billion years had worn away. I know what you're wondering, Alvin. You want to know when you will recall the memories of your earlier lives, as your companions have already done. There are no such memories, for you are unique. You, Alvin, alone of the human race, have never lived before. In literal truth, you are the first child to be born on Earth for at least 10 million years. Alvin walked back to join her and was surprised to find that she was trembling. Why are you frightened? We're still safely here in Diaspar. You've looked out of that window behind us. Surely you can look out of this one as well. I couldn't do it. Even thinking about it makes me feel colder than this wind. Don't go any farther, Alvin. But there's no logic in it. What possible harm would it do you to walk to the end of this corridor and look out? It's strange and lonely out there, but it isn't horrible. In fact, the longer I look, the more beautiful I think. Elistra did not stay to hear and finish. There was a silence while two pairs of eyes peered out into the mystery of the night. Then suddenly, Hilvar caught Alvin's arm. Look! Far to the south glowed a solitary point of light, too low in the heavens to be a star. It was a brilliant white, tinged with violet, and even as they watched, it began to climb the spectrum of intensity until the eye could no longer bear to look upon it. Then it exploded, and it seemed as if lightning had struck below the rim of the world. For a brief instant, the mountains and the land they encircled were etched with fire against the darkness of the night. Ages later came the ghost of a far There was the briefest of warnings. For a moment, a deep, bell-like note vibrated through the room. Alvin clenched the arms of his chair, though it was a futile enough gesture. Once again, the great generators exploded into life, and with an abruptness that was almost blinding, the stars reappeared. The ship had dropped back into space, back into the universe of suns and planets, the natural world where nothing could move more swiftly than light. They were already within the system of the seven suns, for the great ring of colored globes now dominated the sky. And what a sky it was. The planet they were approaching was now only a few million miles away, a beautiful sphere of multicolored light. There could be no darkness anywhere upon its surface, for as it turned beneath the central sun, the other stars would march one by one across its skies. Alvin now saw very clearly the meaning of the master's dying words. It is lovely to watch the colored shadows on the planets of eternal light. As he brought his faithful ship down in the glade of Airly, Alvin wondered if ever in human history any ship had brought such a cargo to Earth, if indeed Vanamon was located in the physical space of the machine. There had been no sign of him on the voyage. 
Hilvar believed, and his knowledge was more direct, that only Vanamon's sphere of attention could be said to have any position in space. Vanamond himself was not located anywhere, perhaps not even any when. Alvin broke into his reverie, and Jezerek turned toward the screen. I wanted you to see this. You may never have another chance. You're not leaving Earth? No. I want nothing more of space. Even if any other civilizations still survive in this galaxy, I doubt if they will be worth the effort of finding. There's so much to do here. I know now that this is my home, and I'm not going to leave it again. He looked down at the great deserts, but his eyes saw instead the waters that would be sweeping over them a thousand years from now. Man had rediscovered his world, and he would make it beautiful while he remained upon it. And after that...